Hi everybody, it's Michael here with this week's Wolfstag, um, which is going out on what is undoubtedly a cold Wednesday morning and cold rest of the day to be honest. I've checked the weather forecast as I'm recording this, so I hope everybody's wrapped up warm, keeping warm, um, doing what they need to do. So is anybody else feeling this January lag at the moment? Don't know about you guys, but I think I am. And it's not it's not like a blue Monday type thing. I think it's just the dark nights, the cold. Yeah, and I think we're naturally just we're not meant to be doing an awful lot at the moment. And I wanted to explore that a little bit more with you. So go and grab yourselves a cup of tea or a coffee, maybe even a cheeky biscuit. Come back. And I think we need to explore this idea. So what's got me thinking about this is I'm seeing a lot of pressure at the moment on people to fall into this new year, new me thing. And I know I've, I've, I've talked about this a little bit the past couple of weeks, um, how I was not so much doing it for the social pressure of doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for other reasons. I'm doing it for health reasons. It's not a new year, new me. I just need to make some lifestyle changes to make sure that I'm as, as fit and well as possible. It just happens to coincide with that time of year when there does seem to be an awful lot of pressure on people to join a gym, give up alcohol, give up meat, change the diet, lose weight, whatever it seems to be. And it's really pressurising. And the, and the trouble is, if you if you don't succeed in these massive goals then you can end up feeling like a little bit of a failure which is it's it's really unfair um we and we're doing it against nature as well now take take this idea for a moment everything else in nature as we go through autumn into winter is in a state of decline slowing down hibernation ready to start again when spring comes, March, April. Um, now, I'm not saying don't live healthily in the meantime, but we, we're kind of fighting nature a little bit when we're, you know, when, when the rest of nature's saying slow down, hibernate, it's cold, you know, take it easy, take stock, you know, and, and we're all running to JD Sports for Lycra, you know. Uh, and it and it's and it's it's counter and it's contrary to I think our natural human state. So it's not. I'm not saying, you know, throw all the healthy stuff out the window completely. I'm not saying that at all. You know, we we need to eat better. We need to to live better. But in terms of the social pressure that comes with all these things, because you can't turn your TV on at the moment without. Peloton trying to sell you some sort of bike, or health shakes, or Weight Watchers or Slimmers World, you know, knocking on your door saying, please join us. You know, it, it's all geared towards change, and I don't think, you know, if you're going to make changes in your life, then I don't think mentally we're in the right space at the moment to be making those massive changes. 
Now, I mean, that's not to put anybody off doing it. And some of you out there are doing it and doing it successfully. I'm doing it and doing it successfully. Um, but I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not doing it out of a social pressure. You know, there is, we need to take time for ourselves. We need to slow down. I'm constantly being told, uh, and again, we're, we're constantly being told by marketeers, by commercial factions, by people who want to, to make money, that we live in, a, in a, an ever-increasingly busy world. And we're constantly being told that we don't have time to cook, and we don't have time to go to the gym, and we don't have time to do this, that, and the other. And we buy into it. We have the time. You've just got to make the right decisions. You've got to choose the right paths. Do you really need to be binge-watching that entire box set of a TV show? No, you don't. Could you be picking up a book? Could you be doing a hobby? Could you be going into the kitchen and doing a batch cook, which saves you a bit of time in the week? Yeah, I know this isn't going to be... It's stereotypical to, to tar everybody with the same brush, and not everybody listening to this is going to completely agree with it. But if you really, really, if everybody out there really took a step back, took stock of their lives and go, do I need to be doing that? Or am I just feeling a social pressure to do that particular thing? Then maybe we can just cut stuff loose. It's the the prime example of this, and I've literally done this today. I've gone through my phone and turned off lots of notifications. I don't need to be told every single time someone makes a post on Instagram. I don't need to know every single piece of breaking news as it happens. I I grew up in the 70s and 80s where we got our news drip-fed throughout the day. If you switched on a radio or you switched on the TV at the right time, because there was no dedicated news channels, you knew that your news bulletins happened at certain times. Some of you in the world out there listening to this will remember things called news flashes. We don't get news flashes anymore because we are constantly bombarded and inundated with news anyway. I don't need that buzzing going off all the time. I don't need to respond to it straight away. I don't need to respond to every email as it drops in my inbox. It's like your postman knocking on your door every five minutes throughout the day with, with parcels and letters. You wouldn't you wouldn't do that in the physical world, but we do it in this world where we're kind of chained to our devices, and and this is why we think we have no time in the day because we're giving all our energies over to things that do not need our instant attention. We you know we don't all have to view the number one rated TV show to catch up with everybody else. You don't have to work every hour that God sends because who's going to thank you at the end of the day? You know, if you're, if you're out there making money for somebody else, you, you know, you really need to take stock. Do what you need to do for you, whatever that might be. And again, that's hard, you know, and again, I don't want to stereotype, I don't want to make judgments on people. Some of you need to go out there and work really hard and work all the hours uh, out there because we're living in a cost of living crisis. We've got rising prices and so on and so forth, but you absolutely need to take time for you in that as well. So all I'm saying is, take that time, switch off, turn off, give you the space to breathe that you need, 
And if someone's telling you you need to join a gym, lose weight, do any of these other magic things to suddenly make your 2024 miraculous, ignore them. Do what makes you happy. So I was going to do a rant of the week at this point. And my rant was going to be towards the app Timu, which has been a topic of conversation on this show before, uh, because it keeps popping notifications up telling me how I can buy things really cheap, and I keep getting uh, suckered into it. However, um, in between me writing, have a rant about Timu, something popped up that said something I was going to pay £18 for was actually £5.50 with them. So you get a get-out-of-jail-for-free card this week. An absolute free pass. Well done. Fiery heart under skies of blue. I want to be outside with you. Dancing flames, our hearts entwined. We stand and wait as time goes by. Time, it means but nothing here, as long as I can hold you near. As much as this is the time of year for hibernation, humans are not natural hibernators per se. And with that, you need to make sure you're getting out. Now, there are some fantastic places to go at this time of year where the scenery is incredible. And if you really want to take advantage of it, take a camera or just take your smartphone and do a bit of photography. It's such a lovely uh, hobby, pastime to have. Now, photograph the scenery. You don't need to be in it. Okay, This obsession with selfies is a little bit disturbing, really. Photograph the scenery. Go to uh, a coast, a woodland, uh, a town or city for that matter. It doesn't matter, but get out, walk, and just snap whatever takes your interest. It literally could be anything. You know, you come home with hundreds of photographs and you might discard 90% of them, uh, but that doesn't matter. The fact that you've got out, you've got a bit of fresh air in your lungs, you've got a few uh, you know, miles under your belt, you know, you might have worked up a little bit of a sweat or, you know, you want to be breathing a little bit heavier after you walk, at least anyway. You know, you don't have to be sweaty. You're not running a marathon here. Um, but as long as you feel like you've you've done something active uh, and you might get, you know, something really useful at the end of it. Um, and you could journal it, you know, create a journal, um, you know, create a photo album. You know, gather these photos together. Maybe do them per month and get the photos printed out and do a photo book of this is my January, this is my February, this is what I saw and kind of capture and journal the change in seasons. You might want to return to the same place time and time again and maybe photograph a particular tree as it moves through through the months. That might be an interesting little hobby to do. But it is, it's in, I think it's really, really important to to get outside and I try and do it as much as possible and I think I'm I'm really lucky where 
where I live. There's, there's some fantastic places to visit in the north of England and not that far away. You know, you're not really that far away from, from a coast, from a woodland, um, from somewhere natural, you know, from the lakes, the Peak District, you know, Northumberland, you know, the the woodlands around Cheshire and some of the scenery there. Um, yeah, I genuinely think we are we are incredibly lucky in this in this country in terms of you know the the history and the the scenery we have you know we do have four seasons in one day sometimes but you know i take the lead from billy connolly here who said there's no such thing as bad weather just the wrong clothes so as long as you're making sure you've got something with you for every eventuality you'll be okay you know it's it's it is a little bit too easy sometimes to take to the sofa. And I love that. Who doesn't love a little bit of sofa time? But you can't do it all the time. You know, moderation is absolutely key in our self-care. And I'm a, I am, as you've, if you've heard this before, I'm a massive advocate of self-care. We need our rest. We need our relaxation, both physically and mentally. But we do need our exercise. We do need our our oxygen, we do need our fresh air, we do need to move this body. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to make it feel like a chore. So, yeah, tie it in with a hobby. Don't go to JD Sports. Go and go to a shop and get yourself a decent pair of, of walking boots. You know, get yourself a decent coat if you haven't got one already. And just venture out somewhere. Somewhere you've not been before. Trust me. I think you'll enjoy it. I had a little visit from my niece today. She's seven years old. Eight this year. Gone on 18 by all accounts. She's a smart little cookie. Uh, And she ended up with a gift from me. Because what I've had sat on my shelf now, I have a little office. And she came up because she likes to do office work with me. She likes to pretend that she's working. And she she spotted uh, a Rubik's Cube. And I hadn't picked it up in a long time. It's the one puzzle that absolutely baffles me. I cannot, my, my brain won't allow me to, to figure it out. And as much as I've tried to, to do it, um, I just can't get me head around it. Um, so she's got a little present. She's got a gift. She's got a Rubik's Cube. And you know what? I'm convinced she's going to go away and solve it. She is. I just know it. But I hope she properly solves it and and, and didn't do what I did as a teenager, um, and which was get a screwdriver and pop the whole thing apart because I discovered with a little bit of prizing all the little cubes came apart and then you could just rebuild it. And I quite often did that. <laughs> did that. I'm such a liar and a cheat, aren't I? That's the only one I did cheat with, to be honest with you. I could, I could work out all the others completely. But did you ever figure it out? Did you ever do it? I know. I work, in a, I work with, uh, with youth, with a, with a youth charity. And th- there's one particular lad that I work with that he's 14, 15 years old. 15 years old, I think he is. And he's got a Rubik's Cube. And he, he just does it in like two minutes and it baffles me it absolutely leaves me astounded it's so impressive but yeah 
Well, it's one of those toys from the 80s, isn't it? Remember that? Remember the 80s? We had proper toys. Actual physical things we could play with. Remember when Lego was plastic bricks and not uh, an app on your phone or a game on your PlayStation? I don't get that. That baffles me, that. Why, why would you play a computer-generated version of Lego and not just play with Lego? But they've ruined Lego anyway, and I've mentioned this before. Lego used to be about your imagination, and now they're basically just model kits. And you get your, your, your bag of Lego and you turn it into the thing that it's designed to be, and it doesn't get turned into anything else. When I, when I was a kid with Lego, I've got a, I had a crate of the stuff. <laughs> I have. I do still have. It's up in my folks' loft. Um... But it used to be, I used to build airplanes and, and houses and monsters and, and just all sorts of different things. It, wherever my imagination took me, I would build, you know, and I'd interact with all the toys and stuff I had as well. So if I had like my Star Wars figures and stuff, I'd turn it into like a space cantina or or whatever it might be. Or, you know, some sort of building that Action Man would would break into or you know whatever it was you know the the only limits were your imagination but now it seems to be all the imagination and all the thinking's done for you it's a it's an awful shame parents out there if you want to do your kids a favor just get a ton of just random lego bits stick it on the floor and let them get on with it right and just just let them build whatever it, it'll be the best thing you you could do for them <laughs> It's a short episode this week, guys, um, but it's cold and I need to go and get my comfies on. So I'm going to wrap this one up early um, and I'm going to think about some more things for next week. Uh, stay safe, take care of each other, keep well. Uh, if you've enjoyed this brief episode this week, please do uh, like, rate, subscribe, share, um, post to a wall, use as a football flies a paper aeroplane um i'm just talking rubbish now um have a good one guys and i will see you next week bye Thank you for listening to the Wolfstag Podcast. I've been your host, Mike Jones. Production and editing has been by me, Mike Jones. The music you've been listening to is One Shot by Soundroll. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do like, rate, leave a comment. It really does help. So tell your friends as well. This has been a Wolfstag production for the Acast Creator Network. <laughs>